0: This is Earspoon. Your home for the stuff you're thinking, anyway. Hey, everybody! I'm
1: Fish. I'm Steve. And here we are at the Earspoon yes, Studios, located in Southern Vermont, or as the kids call it, so sober, Sof- so- sober, Sof- soft, soft, de bur.
0: Nobody calls it that. Nobody
1: calls Let's it that clear. at all. No, 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 we're just in southern Vermont. We ain't got no. any kind of cool names, anything like Brandge- hey, Brangelina, si- <laughs> or anything like that. Six
0: hundred twenty-five thousand people. We're a neighborhood in New York. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we are. We're just
1: one really big tall building
0: that right. doesn't say Trump on the front because we, because
1: no. here in Vermont, we are more, <laughs> we are more. Uh, uh, ethnically diverse than, say, a Trump Tower building.
0: That's probably fair to say, yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, ever-growing, ever-growing. Mm-hmm. Ah, lovely Vermont. Proud of Vermont. Proud to be a Vermonter, as sure. I've said many times. A lot of old-school Vermonters, multi-generational Vermonters will say, you're not a Vermonter until you're here, like, six generations or something. Until then, you're a flatlander or, or from away. Yeah. But I'm I'm sorry, but I'm, I am I, I stand firm <laughs> to say, unless you're Abenaki yeah. or Abenaki, as they prefer <laughs> Uh, then you're a flatlander, too.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Unless you have casino rights, you don't belong here. Was that inappropriate?
0: It's a sore story because Howard Dean, uh, we're getting way out. We haven't even gotten near our subject, but Howard Dean stopped
1: that. Yes, he did. Do you think that was a good thing?
0: No. I don't think it's his place. They're a nation. That is not just some group of people. They're a nation with rights.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can see that. We should do that podcast someday. We'll mm. get we'll, we'll get Howie on the pod. I would be delighted. All right. And uh, speaking of, uh, of of governor types, uh, we should uh, be speaking with uh, Christine Halquist.
0: Yes. Potential governor on yeah. the dumb side. That's yep. it. So uh, we'll be having that
1: conversation with her in our next pod, which we're really looking forward to uh, piecing together. Uh, but we want to thank our sponsors, Mocha Joe's Coffees and Series Natural Remedies.
0: MochaJoes.com. SeriesNaturalRemedies.com.
1: And uh, they, uh, they, they proudly uh, boast the pod.
0: Yeah, pod
1: pod, yeah, and that's what we do. Um, and uh, on that note, uh, let's begin to pick apart the uh, the archdiocese, shall we? Oh. Sure. What is what is what? I have my very own um, thoughts on religion. And I have often said that I am not a religious person. Mm. Uh, I believe that a lot of what has happened that is evil on the earth is attached to religion. I think wars are started, men die, babies die, children, women, everybody dies. Uh, and some of these things are because of religious differences. Mm. And really at the, end, oops, at the end of every day, I got so excited I punched the microphone. <laughs> um, uh, we're just people, people being people. And we're the loneliest people. Sorry. I was gonna... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Well, funny you just say that. Okay. It, people
0: who need people are luckiest people uh, in the world. Or, uh, I mean, that's not off the mark for me. And if we're going to share before we go nope. into a discussion of yeah. the abuses of the Catholic Church. Oh,
1: whoa! I um, was really
0: yeah. Before wow, it's worth dark. talking about the frame. And I would. I don't mind admitting my own biases. Raised Catholic, mm-hmm. ran, Man, as was I, right? And ran screaming from it around the age of 12, 13. I did too. Um, had a lot of doubts about the and and I had. What I really had a problem with was feeling guilty and being told that I was a bad person and I came into the world bad before I even knew I was alive. Mm -hmm. And anyway, it branches out from there. But I have a strong, strong uh, dislike for the history of many of the churches and religion in general. Now, I know a lot of really good religious people. I know people that are clergy, that are lovely, lovely people. Thank goodness. But my take on all of this is I'm
1: going to guarantee that not one of them is called Father. You know, I'm, I could almost guarantee it that they're probably a priest or not a priest, or probably a pastor or a minister mm. of of a of religion that um, has made sense of the world and says basically a man can preach the word of God if that's what the man believes, and also raise a family um, and take right. a wife and, mm. and 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 do all those things. Now those are considered in the in the Catholic sector as progressive religions. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> which is. Wow. Shocking to think. But I know. Yes, yes. Uh, but I think, me personally, um, I think that this is where um, Catholicism needs to gravitate towards. You well, know,
0: some of what we're what we're trying to drift into here is based on the story that came out in Buzz, Buzzfeed within the last week, I believe, uh, about abuses at. Uh, oh, now I forget the name of the church, but abuses in, in the Burlington Diocese, um, which was originally brought up in the '90s. Yeah, and became a story then, and thankfully was was pursued again, uh, and and is now becoming a big thing. And we're, I think, as a culture, more prepared to deal with that. Anyway, that's what we're going to drift into. But I think it's reasonable to talk about, especially as the speakers of this in this conversation. I, as I said, child abuse. I think we can all agree is just never okay in any form for any reason. But systemic abuse. Right. whether it's religion or on some other system or a school system, what have you, if there's systemic abuse cover-up decades long, and we're not just talking about occasional smack across the knuckles. Right. We're talking about sexual abuse, and we're talking mm-hmm. about murder yeah. here in this story from BuzzFeed. We'll put a link up on our website for it. And so I guess I want to begin that or preface all of that with, it's hard not to be outraged at these things, but I think this sort of systemic, this the systemic thinking has provoked us into a kind of, well, it's fine. It has provoked us into a kind of blasé, like, well, that's, you know, that's back then. That happened back then. I still argue, and we'll get into this, what are we doing right now? How is this now? If that sort of system with people still alive that were in it right. was that horrifying, how do we know it's different now? I mean, how do we know these things? And that's a worthy question, and maybe there's an answer to it, but it's worth talking about. Sure,
1: yeah, I, and you know what? I don't know. I mean, again, so I I I've, I've went through the whole thing where I was a, a kid growing up in New York, um, went to a PS thirty three, awesome, and then I, I, let's pick Wednesday because I clearly I don't remember the day that we, you had to take the march over to Our Lady of Lords mm. and get your uh, get your communion lessons from from the nuns. You know, yeah. and, and uh, if you look a little further down, if, you, if you're pulling in the podcast off of our website, theearspoon.com, I want you to scroll down to, uh, when you're done listening, of course, scroll down <laughs> to um, the uh, fables section of our, of our website and find a, a story that was told at our storytelling event that, that I host um, every month at uh, the Next Stage Theater in Putney, Vermont. Wonderful venue. Mm, Did tremendous it. amount of great work. Yeah. Um, but she tells a really poignant story about her experience with Catholicism. And I think it's poignant. It's germane to this conversation. In fact, we should have invited her in. Who are we talking about? Bethany? Bethany. Yes. Uh, Bethany Krieger-Thies. And I uh, should have invited her in to have this conversation. Um, but she tells a very poignant story about her run-in as somebody who f- com- who was confirmed into the catholic religion uh from Who chose to, it chose it as an adult right to do this and how even in her short tenure as a catholic let her down now it took me 20 something years for my religion to completely fail on me um hmm. in in a story that I that I choose not to use this platform to tell nor That's I fair. don't know that I will ever be brave enough to tell the story wow um, and
0: uh, my heart goes out you're not even known so
1: it in which it failed where my my Catholic religion failed me immensely mm. and um, you know and to watch my mom who wasn't was was conveniently Catholic mm-hmm. when she needed to be <laughs> um, and but was you know, preached the word and believed in heaven and hell and and you know wasn't a Bible thumper by any stretch mm-hmm. and really didn't care for the Bible thumper because um, if it's just she was the one who actually taught me you know if it, it could be right for you it doesn't mean it's right for everybody right um, So Catholicism to me is this weird thing that talks out of both sides of its face and we haven't even got into the atrocities that have been ignored by on high, as high as the Vatican.
0: And that's only what we know in this in the in yeah, twentieth century, twenty going what's into recorded
1: But uh, <laughs> what was I, I was reading um, the the uh, stories about how priests would get boys to lay down and the and the and lay down on bed naked in like a cross, like Jesus. When they would snap polaroids of them, and if they had anything that they wanted to say about that, then the the priests would muscle up on them.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I would encourage people, again, to check the link and read this BuzzFeed article about St. Joseph's in Burlington. It goes back quite a ways to the earlier part of the 20th century. But, yeah, it does list, I'm sorry to say, and I recommend against those who have severe trauma who might be pained by such a thing. But it does have people tell stories of the things that people would do. And, again, these are people that are working for and married to, as they say in the church, married to the Prince of Peace. Like, it's just sick. It's just sick. Stuff prince of peace. I've never heard that. Oh, I've never prince prince heard that. Peace. That's that's Jesus's like a yeah, hip nickname. That's just... the idea that he is the uh, the communicator, he's the son of God, allegedly. So, you have and an Instagram account? <laughs> I'm, I imagine so. Yeah. Quite a few, I would think. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, yeah. But this is the idea that this is a place to come to learn about godliness, purity, perfection, heaven, life, love. God is love, blah blah blah. And you're going to be sexually abused. You're going to be physically abused, psychologically tormented, and in one case, thrown out a window. Yeah. You know? And where in a system does it allow for even one of those people to sneak through? But when it's systemic, that's one church in one place. And am I casting aspersions onto all churches, all no, places? No, 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 I no. Think,
1: I think we should have a certain sensitivity right. to basically saying not— you know, and and once again, and I don't know how small of a piece of the pie this is, but I've often said, and you'll continue to hear me say that a small percentage of a certain population tends to dictate what the rest of the population thinks.
0: And I would also suggest, as we talk about the context of, of you know, policing and police people. Mm-hmm most the people the police people law enforcement officers i've met in my lifetime have been just the kind of people you want being cops because they're solid and they're sensible and they're you know not not easy to get whipped up and you know they they apply the law and they protect people i'm lucky to know those people i also know that th- there's a minority number in there that are just fucking awful and that somebody needs to police that, and I hold that to be the same thing for the Catholic Church. There are people doing the worst things people can do to people in your system, and what? And then when it gets exposed, what do you do? Cardinal Law in Boston, we know. There's, you know, that movie from a couple of years back, right? You know, yep. and Everybody sort of knows this was just a systemic cover-up and there's nobody can stop the atrocity you can't stop a person from doing a single thing but if you know this is happening and you move people from place to place knowing they're gonna do it again yeah
1: well listen we gotta get you out of Boston but right. we're
0: gonna put you in Minneapolis but don't do it there okay that's arguably sicker if somebody's that sick they perpetrate that crime you could at least argue that maybe there's a, there's a mental health component if you're a, an authority figure and you know you're gonna send that person over there it's like lobbing a grenade into another town yeah and that's a deep and deeper level of sickness i think
1: the you know the the catholic religion often has uh been most sought out, sought out as one of the uh, richest industries on the planet you know yep. so they you know so i mean even them yep. uh, you know and what do they call cardinal cardinal above the law
0: remember oh, that nice, you remember nice. that
1: um, so, you know, and, and so they had a lot to protect and of course their reputation first and foremost, because if they're not protecting their uh, reputation, how are they going to do what they have to do? And I don't understand the whole, um, they do things under, they hit the reset on what I was just about to say, cause I'm, I'm, I'm skipping over uh, a, a critical point. I want to make any religion mm-hmm. that allows you to count rosary beads to be absolved of anything that you do. Okay. Uh, you see, know, that's counting the, the magic beads.
0: See I'm a pretty I'm a pretty pretty dedicated atheist you know and so religion and I mean this gently especially to our religious list listeners my friends family that are religious people you know that I have love for anybody with true love in their heart I think religion is the worst thing that humans ever came up with mm-hmm. and I think it's just a whole big pile of bullshit and that's just me. If it keeps people, you know, on the straight and narrow and keeps them from flaming out into crazy law-committing rapey people, yeah. fantastic. I mean, yay, good. But good freaking God, people. Look at me using good freaking God in here. But this, this has been used... This pre- the presence of religion in the world has been cover for some of the worst things that have ever happened. Mm-hmm. And if I hear another person offer thoughts and prayers for any fucking tragedy, oh, I'm yeah, going to lose my yeah, mind entirely. We're here. This is matter. There is no life after this, in mm-hmm. my opinion. There's no heaven. There's no overseeing being. There's no flying spaghetti monster. None of these stories are real. Can we just be good and moral people concerned about each other's welfare? On a planet, and then die, and be pretty happy about being alive. Can yeah. we do that?
1: Yeah, let's just you know live the life that that we know that we have. The magical being in the sky
0: thing—that's
1: yeah. completely up to interpretation. And I get that, of course. And, and I'm willing to to have that level of of uh, of acceptance around that. I'm I'm willing to basically say if that's what you believe in, and it's not hurting anybody, right? Then then here here you go. God bless, whatever yeah, that means, there it is. right? Whatever that means go with it. If it works for you, fan-freaking-tastic. It doesn't work for me. It clearly doesn't work for you. No. And, and, And I think that we have to have that same level of tolerance as well. But when we take a look at something that just seems to be, as you said, systemic within the Catholic religion that keeps popping up over and over again, and people are coming out of the woodworks, and let's face it, who wants to be that person that says this This person, this pillar in our community has been raping me? Mm-hmm. Because immediately you lob out that accusation and what does society do? They put their heels on, the, on your neck right. and they hold your face into the fire until you take it back or right. until, you know, or you have to be so incredibly strong. Right. To withstand the beating that you're going to take for something that you didn't invite, that's something that you didn't do, you have to be prepared because that's the way our society works. So if you if you had a problem with a Catholic priest um, misusing their power over you— mm-hmm you're goddamned if you do goddamned if you don't (laughs)
0: right right i mean i think and i want to also throw this in too for those listening who are survivors of abuse i mean this there's nothing that we can say to anybody about how to uh take in information or read stories like this but i think what happens is that just like with the me too movement when more people tell their stories there's a comfort and there's a an ally and there's a there's a joining and a communing so to speak uh, uh, knowing that you're not alone, and some of this BuzzFeed article when people got together as grandparents, as older folks, as yeah. you know, full-grown mm-hmm. adults, I mm-hmm. uh, mean, it brought it forward a tsunami of emotions as one could imagine because they all thought they were living this. Did I imagine this? Was this real? Did this happen? I know this is real. She did that to me. I know this was real. Uh, so for those who hear stories and know that it's a corroborating thing, which I think can bring strength to people right. who aren't necessarily feeling it,
1: right? And that's. Um... That's a very real thing, and and I support that. And as you said, you know, I I have a high respect for people who find religion and that it keeps them between the lines. And it's able to keep them this belief that keeps them in their own lane so that they're just doing their own thing. I have nothing but admiration and respect for people who are able to look up into the sky and just say, I act this way because I have a God that says I should. And, you know— fine great if that's what's working for you because don't judge the way i do it which is just basically by you know following the two cardinal rules one waking up two don't be a dick yeah you know, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of my thing. I don't need this invisible being in this. What did you call him? Uh, magical spaghetti prince? The flying what
0: spaghetti, spaghetti monster. It's a its a vernacular for, you know, people use that online and other places. It's like because, <laughs> you know, it's sort of facetious and bizarre. Really? But, flying spaghetti monster? Well, but that's honestly, for those of us who don't believe, mm-hmm. the idea that this, that this zombie character comes off of a of a cross, and again, this white skinned zombie. I mean, now yeah. we're talking about religion, and I don't want to yeah. get too distracted into it. But it, to me, it's eight layers of crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's it, in in my view, it's delusional. If you if I'm I'm a very rational person, and I don't really I believe and allow for concepts and ideas, but that there's actually a being manipulating, like making people score touchdowns because they got the right amount of thoughts and prayers. <laughs> like right. like uh, it's a It's kind of crazy. Well, if you saw David
1: Tyree's Super Bowl catch as I did they see play that. The so, so there was, I mean. I did have you, a moment there. You can clearly there. you can clearly see the hand of God. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Last professional. That was the last time you ever caught a professional football, by the way. I did not know that.
0: Now you know. But I want to bring it back down into the. <laughs> Thank you, in, Jesus. And I'm just saying I'm offering these things just so I can provide where my frame is coming from. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it's relevant to talking about the disgust one must feel. About these sorts of of crimes. These are crimes. These are not just oopsies. Yeah, these are crimes. No, no, like no. These are crimes and cover ups. They traumatize people for generations. Yeah. There's generation, and we know the science shows that trauma does get sent. Passed along to generate from yep. generation to generation. So I, that's the thing that troubles me about it. And I would say there's a couple things that come to mind to me about why we're talking about the Catholic Church and its offenses, not the Protestant Church, right? Not the Mormon Church. Like the I mean, Baptist, I'm sure every church them. that is has yeah. their stuff.
1: But I'm sure you know. you know. I'm sure they they all these are these are people. I tell you what, let, let's let's take a quick break. We'll thank our sponsors. When we come back, yeah. let, let's let's delve a little bit into the. Uh, these roles in these communities of these religions of of these people and and their positions of power and this is how this is where I think this is where I think the disconnect comes from right Right after this so we're going to thank Mocha Joes and we're going to thank Sirius Natural Remedies and and we'll be back to continue this enlightening conversation I'll
0: lighten it up somehow (laughs) This is the ear spoon with Fish and
1: Steve
0: Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. Hey, Steve. Yeah?
1: You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh,
0: <laughs> you know me so
1: well. You know me so well. You know you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings, roasting packing and sending coffee all day long and they do this all right here yep. in vermont yay vermont coffee yeah because it's the climate for growing coffee wait it, what well,
1: nah not so much but they they are fair trade folks yes they are all right they have cool gear yep the cool logo i
0: got a few myself
1: you yep. gotta you gotta go and check it out most uh, uh Ro- mocha joe's roasting company find that at mochajoes.com. i love them and that's who
0: powers this podcast that's right couldn't do it out thank you thank you no Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thank, thank Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. More at theearspoon.com.
1: All right. Big special thanks again to a Series of Natural Remedy. Thanks. And of course, uh, Mocha Joe's Iron Fish. Oh, and I am too. You <laughs> are what? What? It's, it's a, the joke's fifty-two <laughs> episodes old now. <laughs> I want a new name. Yeah, I want, I want something <laughs> different. I want something different. Anyway, we were gonna we were gonna get into this, and I think a, a big part of the the problem of the ongoing thing that happens with religion is that you you place these pillars of uh, uh, the expected pillars in the community, um, in priests, pastors, whatever it is, and I think that. Let's face it. I mean, these these are not rich, wealthy people for the most part. No. I don't know. I I have no idea. I mean, where priests get their money, do they actually get paid? I have no idea. I honestly have to say. They're covered.
0: I have no idea. Their needs are covered.
1: Yeah, their needs are covered. But occasionally, you know, you want to go out and buy a book. How do you do that? don't know. Yeah. So they are put in these positions of of, uh, power within a community and I think within their parish, within their circle – they can exercise that power for good or for evil, as does anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have a we have a president right now that is trying to install his second we Supreme Court. We don't have a president have, right now. Uh, <laughs> we have a thing we call a president <laughs> or a thing that's occupying the White House. Yes, that's uh, true. Who, who's, who's got the power to install a Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. right? And, and w- we can all agree that he doesn't really deserve to have that power. But he does, and I think that the problem that we are seeing in 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 religion is that you install these people into these communities who can exercise and flex some muscle, because oh. they have willing participants.
0: Yeah, but if you're and if you're the Word of God, if you're like the the earthbound spokesperson for the Almighty, all-knowing Being, yes, it carries some weight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, right? I mean ain't nobody bigger than that guy, right? Right. And the fact so I have figured out why evangelicals um fall behind Donald J. Trump, by the way. You have? I have. I've it's got just it. Not straight psychosis, got it's something it. else? No, because if you are capable of covering up child rape, then why wouldn't you support a man like that?
0: I guess that's real. Let me ask Roy Moore. Ooh. Ooh ow, ouch, ow. Ow.
1: No, um, so I, I, I and again not not to disparage because Steve and I have both said we know people that are are good, kind-hearted, and I'm using air quotes Christian because I I don't know what that means anymore. It
0: means a lot of things to different people. Yeah, yeah.
1: So and and if you are, and I will I will honestly be the first one to say, so if you're this self-proclaimed person of the Lord who who's wielding this amount of power and you come into a community, then this community sort of allows this to happen, mm-hmm. and the parishioners, if you will, sort of accept that. Well, you know what? He's 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 preaching the word of God, right. so he can do no wrong. So therefore,
0: yeah, it's about compliance. It's about hierarchy. It's mm-hmm. about you know falling into line. It's about keeping your mouth shut. It's about you know as you read the story in Buzz Buzzkill or it's Buzzfeed Buzzkill, <laughs> Buzzfeed. <laughs> sorry, Buzzfeed. Uh, you hear these stories like there's stories of nuns trying to make children cry and children dedicating themselves to the idea that they weren't going to cry, and they just keep cracking them and cracking them, that you will cry. You will do, as I tell you, I will force my will upon you. That is the essence of rape. It is the essence. I mean, rape is is many things in many ways, but rapacious, and the idea of inflicting yourself on a a vulnerable person, that is the essence of it. Where do people... Who come forward as what you? I don't know what phrasing you use, but as paragons of virtue and the pillars of the community and the very spokespeople on earth for God, are also a little rapey. Not cool. No. And how does that happen on a systemic level? If it was a few here and there, you go like, well, there's some randomness. To yeah, that. I mean, it's going to happen. Systemically,
1: right? we we I've often said that five percent of the people operating this planet should have nothing to do with the planet. You know, no matter what profession you go into, uh, 5% of the uh, police force should not be cops. 5% of firemen should not be firemen. 5% of EMTs should not be EMTs. It doesn't
0: matter. 95% of politicians should not be politicians. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's, your, there's
1: your 95-5 rule turned on its head.
0: <laughs> but the politicians rule aside, mm-hmm. uh, I think
1: we can all agree that 5% of the people, and that includes those who are preaching the word of God, should probably not be preaching the word of God because it doesn't it may have meant something to them. I do believe that when a police officer, well not all co- cops go in for the right reasons.
0: No, no, no. You know, I've known not. plenty
1: of I have mm-hmm. known plenty of police officers who have gone in so that they could do some good and some help. And I think that a job like that beats on you after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh I have no doubt uh, in my mind that being a priest can beat on you after a while. One of the things that I think, and we've alluded to before, is just you know this whole idea of of, of a of a nun being married to the Jesus, uh, to d- Jesus <laughs> to Jesus and and a priest living a celibate life. I don't. I think that probably somewhere in the history of of man that that was some necessary thing in order to to show what you were willing to sacrifice, but. Uh, I think time and time again it has disproven itself, and I think that this is not at an, any kind of a real stray from from continuing on that, even though it's a little darker, a
0: lot darker. Right, I shouldn't right. even say a little. There are people who choose to be celibate in this life, and that's certainly within that's their fine. rights to do whatever they want with their bodies always. But to make it a rule and a law and expectation – it's, you know, and again, it's it's only, not only, but it's certainly true in the Catholic Church, but I think it brings about a certain degree of insanity. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean that with respect, knowing priests myself yep. and, and people I consider exceptionally good people— Knowing all that and having been raised a Catholic, I get there are good people doing good things. Yeah. But I think it raises the likelihood of you losing your frickin' mind because it's natural for human animals to be sexual. Right. Not natural to be sexual anywhere near children. Let's just make that note, shall right. we? So let's try this instead. Let's allow them. Who's them? To, priests, okay.
1: nuns. Mm hmm. To, uh, you know, the, first of all, is the nun still a thing? I think it is. Yes, it is. Um, so I don't know what to do with them, but they seem to be, I mean, other than just kind of generally a lot of them are ticked off. Um, I think that you need to basically just say to Catholic priests, go find a wife. I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, just go go find a wife. It's okay. Yeah. You can serve the Lord and be fulfilled in your personal life by marrying people. You can serve your community, kind of everybody who you stick into it. They can have the the uh, the, the priest and and the first lady. Right. You know, yeah. however in your own you own little th-
0: community, they can still be traditionally sexist if you need it to be. But at least sure. it's somewhat balanced. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think too, like the, the Catholic Church is not one to to make changes or move forward very quickly, no, <laughs> as know. we know. I know. Um, 1066, I think, it was the last. Time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was it just then? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I remember but, that. Like it was. But why not make changes? I mean, masses aren't spoken in Latin anymore either. No. So why not? I mean, we're seeing this as a, I mean, this isn't just a small thing. There are generations of children who become adults, who become parents and grandparents, who are traumatized in ways that are unthinkable, and are ways from people who are still t- will go to their graves not uttering a word about it. And if the Catholic Church, as an institution, as a business, as an industry, as mm-hmm. whatever it is, is, I mean, if this pope, who's allegedly so progressive, could really take the mantle and say, hold on, everybody, everything freaking stops right, right here until this is solved. Here's what we're going to do. I'm the freaking pope. I'm the word of God, and you can't doubt me. We are going, you know, and he's not. I mean, he's, he's replicating and perpetuating the same yeah, old you
1: tracks. Can, you can make that argument.
0: You know, and so and even, he's though, even, even though a lot of what he does, I dig. That's fine. I you know I mean it's like. I have a hard time with that. It's like the charity model. Well, we're giving money to the, to the homeless and to right. the poor yeah. and so forth. Well, who's creating the homeless and the poor? Yeah. And so, like, you know, when you look at, at the large, you pull the camera out a bit and say, like, wait a second. This opulent, this well-dressed gold-clad man is telling somebody in Central America to keep having kids. Yeah. You know, like, you know, stop. Just stop. And don't just throw alms and throw, throw this at people. And, like, and then you live in the big gilded castle. It's crazy on eight it different is. layers. But he at least has the authority to start pushing that agenda, even if it takes another six or seven hundred years for it to pass. Just six or seven yeah, hundred? You never know. You never know. Could be five.
1: All right. You know what? I mean, we've uh, we've belabored this. And again, I just I just as as a kind of a parting shot, I if you're a religious person, good for you. All mm-hmm. right. Um If you are a citizen on the planet and you are a Catholic citizen on the planet and you can't recognize the atrocities that are going on within your religion, so much so that you need to basically step in and say, no, my Catholicism means something to me. I want to protect this. How do we fix this? How do we stop this? I think that that is a perfectly good thing to do.
0: And that's the essence of the more progressive thinking, thinkers in the Catholic Church who are doing that. And, right. and all the more power to those who are stepping up, and even the survivors of these things who step up and say, no more of this. And I just want to leave with this bit to be clear. We're talking about a small fragment of the Catholic population Mm -hmm. catholic church that has perpetrated some of these perpetrated these crimes these are horrific and horrible but many and most of the people that are call themselves catholic i'm sure are good and decent people as good as anybody else let's just say right no less no more no less i just want to put it out there like this isn't about catholic hating it isn't about religious hating it isn't about hating really at all no unless you just hate child abuse and i do yeah. And if you see it happening systemically over generations and you do nothing about it and you know it to be so, that's more evil than the crime itself, in my opinion. Look at what happened
1: just recently with the caging of children and the uprising that happened from that. You have to kind of attach some of that emotion to this.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I so agree with
1: you completely. We can just leave it there. Right on. All right. So, hey, listen. So we're super excited about our interview with Christ- Christine Halquist that mm-hmm. we will uh, have in the next podcast. So hey. uh, make sure you're here uh, for that. And, of course, it's there all the time for you because it's That's right. the Internet's forever.
0: Forever. Fo-
1: e- forever. Did you ever see Sam
0: Oh, my God. That was at the drive-in this past weekend. Yeah. I, I watched it a million times with Clay when oh, he was yeah. a little boy. Yeah, yeah. Watched. We – uh yeah.
1: <laughs> different story for a different day. <laughs> but four and four. And we will be back, not forever, but uh next uh, next Monday or Tuesday when we release the next podcast. Right on. All right, man. We'll talk to you then. Cheers.
0: This is Earspoon. You're home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Wow.